Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is a special presentation for the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast. Here's Rick Uccino on the Believe Podcast Network. What is going on, you guys? Rick Uccino here for SB Nation and the Believe Podcast Network. And if you do not know my guest at this time, you haven't been paying attention to Monday Night Raw. She is a former NXT Tag Team Champion. 2023 Monday Night Raw draft selection and maybe just maybe soon to be Miss Money in the Bank. She is Zoe Stark. Zoe, how are we doing today? I'm amazing. How are you? Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm I'm doing good. Uh, happy to get a chance to to chat with you once again here because we spoke just a few weeks ago uh, at the WrestleMania press junket. Crazy day. Yeah. Got a few minutes. Great to catch up with you. So much has changed. Since we spoke just a few weeks ago, feels like a lifetime ago at this point. Let's start with April 28th, night one, right. WWE draft. You officially get the call up to the main roster. You find out that you are going to Monday Night Raw. Did you did you have a feeling that it was it was going to be your night, your time? And what's going through your mind when you hear your name get called after all of the work that that you have put in eight years on the independence coming back from an ACL tear, you know, what was that feeling like for you on that night? Oh, you know, your history, huh? Uh, <laughs> uh, it was very emotional for me. Uh, I definitely did have a feeling that that was going to be my night. I definitely feel like I belong on the main roster with those girls. I'm, I feel like I'm one of the top performers that could really be, uh, in WWE. So I felt amazing and it was a, a very tearful, enjoyable night. Now, was it also a bit bittersweet? Cause when we talked back in, uh, where were we? Los Angeles. Is that what city we were in yes. at that time? Yeah. We uh, were in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. Guys, again, uh, just crazy trying to keep track of everything in my life. Yeah. Right now. But, uh, when we talked back then, you know, you were about ready to challenge for the, for the NXT championship feels like you left some unfinished business behind in NXT. So was it kind of a bittersweet moment when you moved on, when you still had goals you hadn't met yet uh, on Tuesday nights? Definitely. You know, one of my big goals it was to become the NXT women's champion. And sadly that didn't happen, but uh, Sean pulled me aside and said I had bigger fish to fry and boy, was he right. You know, everything happens for a reason. So, and I'm definitely getting my time now. I didn't get that time on NXT being the champion, but, I'm climbing my way up right now. Money in the bank. You know, I have a big opportunity ahead of me. Yes, absolutely. And I, I want to get to that. But, um, you know, let's let's go through the last few weeks here. Right. Because for an NXT superstar getting called up to the main roster, um, I don't I, short of winning a, a world title on your first night, like, you know, we saw with Paige oh, so many years ago. I don't think you could really ask to be put in yeah. a better position right off the bat than where no. you find yourself right now right you, you rack up a few right. wins shock the world in saudi arabia you hit the the z360 on becky lynch joined forces with fresh stratus and now you're smack dab in the middle of a battle between a hall of famer and a future hall of famer two goats as the kids would say take me through this whirlwind that's been the yeah, last yeah. weeks for you here if you were to tell me while i was still in nxt hey in one month you're going to be working with trish stratus and Becky Lynch, I would say you are absolutely out of your mind crazy. There's no way that would ever happen. And, you know, Hunter put me in this position because he knows I can handle it and hang with those two girls. And I think I'm proving myself right now. Now, did you, 
obviously nobody kind of expects that. And, you know, you just kind of alluded to it here that, you know, Triple H had that faith in you. Was there anything, though, that that you kind of learned in the fact that they did trust you about? Did you learn anything about yourself that they trusted you enough to put that put put you in this position? I think you learn a lot about yourself when you are like while I was underneath that ring. That was my moment. So you learn a lot right then and there of like, all right, it's it's time to go and time to hang with these ladies. You know, I can't, I can't fall short. This is it. It's my one opportunity. I get one shot to prove the world that I belong in that ring with those two, with a Hall of Famer and a future Hall of Famer. That I couldn't ask for a better position. So, okay, now take me through this moment here where, first off, they fly you all the way out to Saudi Arabia. Saudi, yeah. To, to lie underneath the ring. So you're, you're <laughs> lying... <laughs> you're lying underneath the ring and you're just sitting there and you're waiting with nothing to do but stew and think and and wait and wait to hit your cue what is going through the mind of Zoe Stark as Trish and Becky are, are putting on this banger um you know I was a uh, fangirling a little bit I almost forgot that I was under a ring for a second until uh, Trish came under She's like all right kid it's your time here we go next thing I know I'm out there so it's amazing I, I couldn't ask for a better spot right now yeah, uh, there were a lot of people who were really happy about that uh, that opportunity, seeing you get that spot. I was one of them, and you know, Thank I hope you. you don't mind that there's a, a lot of like merch of your biggest rival right now behind me. But you know, even me as a as a <laughs> Becky, you have merch of me very very soon, and yes. I'm gonna be plastered all over that wall. I'm looking forward the to fact, it. WWE shop. Like, you know, Trish? huh? Where's Trish? I, you know, I don't have one of her. Mm, uh, I'm, I'm, that's kind of a problem. It is a problem. I, admittedly, it is a problem. I used to be an avid collector. You should of have a thank you for a shirt or something. I, I'm an, I used to be an avid collector and then I had two kids. Uh -huh. So, okay. you know. <laughs> so blame it on the kids. It's all the kids. Yeah. Ball. Okay. So, so the, uh, <laughs> the collection stopped about four years ago. I was in the process of uh, working uh -huh. it out, but so I would you love. You make sure you have Becky Lynch. It's okay. All right. Yeah, well, you know, priorities being, we being. Okay. But, oh, really? all right. We'll switch that but, over here very soon. But even me being the Becky Lynch homer that I am, right. I was happy to see mm -hmm. you get put in that spot because like you said, it is, it is a major opportunity uh, to get thrown in there. And I love it when, you know, like they brought up so many, so many of you guys from NXT in this 2023 yeah. class and so right. many people get worked in in different ways. And it's, it is kind of refreshing to see somebody kind of get that. Oh yeah, here you go. We're, we're throwing her in the deep end and you're a part of the biggest storyline we got going on right now in the red brand. Yeah. It's sink or swim right now, you know, and, the, and I feel like I'm swimming pretty well at about everyone in the draft. I've made the biggest splash so far. Let's talk about uh, the goat. Let's let's give Trish her flowers here since I don't have any. I was any. about to say, I hope you're about to say Trish after <laughs> saying the goat. I was praying you weren't about to say Becky Lynch. Yes. So um, I'm not, I'm Good. dumb, but I'm not that dumb. And, you know, to, <laughs> I, I watch my words. I choose my words very carefully, but um, you, you will, you will get people's fans, especially who get into these, these arguments all the time about, you know, who's the best. And, you know, you see this in basketball a lot, Jordan and LeBron, things like that. And these greatest sure. all time arguments are always very subjective. Right. And, and frankly, almost impossible to determine because as time moves on, things evolve, businesses evolve. And I do think yeah. it's entirely possible to consider Trish to be one of the greatest of all time. And simultaneously to say that she never really reached her full potential as a performer due to 
restraints and lack of opportunities of her time, right? So yeah, but now she's able to prove that now. Yes, right? and she hasn't yeah. missed a beat. Has no. not missed a beat. Looks like she could be full time every day, still going. And I love her for that. Um, yep. How much of an influence did Trish have on a young Zoe Stark as a fan and future professional wrestler? A very big influence. You know, the role that she made invented with Lita. It, that's, I think, at least for me, and I'm going to speak on a lot, lot for all the girls out there. I feel like that was the moment in time where we all realized, hey, we could do this and we could be taken seriously and we could main, main event shows. You know, since that happened, you know, Charlotte, Becky, Ronda, they were all able to main event WrestleMania. Now, Bianca's been able to do it. You, you know, it's just like all of us girls are able to do so much more because that one match happened. So I would say that, I mean, she's very influential. And now you get a chance to work with her on a weekly basis. Um, you guys have been this this team for a, a, just a couple of weeks now, but have you been able to kind of pick her brain a little bit and learn anything from her uh, so far? Oh, yeah, definitely. But I'm not going to share that with you. What if Becky Lynch is listening or anything like that? that what she tells me is between us two. It's not for the world to know. Fair. Right? Yes. So, but yes, she has. She's been a great mentor. I, uh, so, young Zoe Stark, watching Trish Stratus. Zoe Stark, where you are now, you are working with Trish Stratus. I want to go back to the in-between here. Take me back to the days before NXT. Who is Lacey Ryan and what would she think of Zoe Stark today? Oh my goodness. I hated that name. That was just <laughs> the worst name ever. I, I'm not a Lacey Ryan in the slightest, but I would have to say Lacey would be very proud of where Zoe Stark is at right now. And I've done more than what I ever thought I could ever do. Now, and it's just the beginning. Yeah. yeah absolutely. If you know, you've been doing this since, what was it? 20, 2012, something. 12. Yeah. 2012, 12. something like that. And uh, yeah, it's you've, you've, this journey has been so long already over, over a decade now for you, but it really does feel like you're just getting started. Yeah. Like it's, it's just now starting and it's my time right now. You know, yeah. the, I think the years before that, it all prepared me for this very moment. And that I feel like that's why it took me a little longer than anybody else to really get here it's because I needed to go through that process. Everybody's path to WWE, NXT, wherever they come in, it's it's all different, right? You have totally some, different. Yeah. You have years, people who spend years busting their butt on the indies like you did. Some people come out mm -hmm. of college, go to the PC, right? But I feel like in everybody's journey, there's at least at least a person or an opportunity that comes along that a talent can kind of point to and say, I would not be where I am right now without this happening or without meeting this person? Is there something or someone that you can kind of point to and give some credit to for where you are right now? Um, so yeah, if I didn't do the shimmer show that I did that Allison Danger set up for me, I definitely would not be where I'm at right now. That's where Gabe Sapolsky found me and he gave me the opportunity to do a WWE tryout. And then from there, you know, everything was done. I did my tryout, coaches loved me, you know, they hired me and everything's been going since then. So if I didn't do that shimmer show, I don't know where I'd be right now. Well, where you're going to right now is money in the bank. Yep. Uh, yep. First weekend in July in London. So another overseas trip for you. So at least you'll be like in the ring this time and not underneath it. <laughs> um, yeah. 
I'll just be on top of ladders this time. Yeah, you might. Act, uh, who knows? You might end up falling all the way, you know, through the ring, and you're Ben. You're back there on the floor again. Yeah, I'm no. back down on the floor underneath it all over again, just where it started. Hopefully not, but you, you have plenty of experience in ladder matches. We just saw you in one at Stand and Deliver. A uh, lot of history with ladder matches uh, with yourself. Uh, yeah. But then you you mentioned it earlier. This is a big opportunity to further show this main roster audience, many of them who are still getting to know you, right? Yeah. They have yeah. been introduced. They have been told, hey, she's with Trish. She's with Becky. She's going to be a big deal. What do you want to show people who are just getting to know you in this ladder match? My agility, my aggressiveness. I, I don't take any crap from anyone. You know, what you see is what you get with me. So I'm really excited to really showcase myself in the ladder in the ladder match because uh, I've had a couple of matches now, but I don't feel like I'm able to put everything out there yet. So I'm really hoping to do that for uh, Money in the Bank. I love the words of, you know, take no crap from nobody because it kind of reminds me of what um, Mark Henry said, uh, another WWE Hall of Famer, talked about Trish, Mark yeah. as well. Uh, he was talking about you on Busted Open a few weeks ago. I don't know if you you heard what he said, but um, I wrote the quote down here. Uh, Zoe has that no nonsense. I'm going to kick your ass personality with the skills of a Bret Hart or Iron Sheik. And that quote hits more today, unfortunately. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just heartbreaker there. But uh, I just don't see why she wouldn't be a champion. When you hear somebody like Mark Henry, a former world champion, a WWE Hall of Famer, speak of you that way. You know, what does that mean to you? Uh, man, that means the world. And I love Mark. He's been incredible to me through, throughout my journey so far. He's been very complimentary. He's been willing to help. Um, that means a lot. You know, you're getting people like Mark Henry and Shawn Michaels all saying these things that the sky is the limit to me. So knowing that I have these legends behind me saying that I could do whatever I want, as long as I put my mind to it, I couldn't ask for anything more. Now, let's look into the crystal ball here. You you win the money in the bank, right? You you history repeats itself. Becky's fingertips away from the briefcase. And once again, somebody shoves her off and she goes flying through a table for what I feel like would be the fourth time in her career, right? You climb the ladder, you pull down the money in the bank briefcase. Now, what we typically have seen outside of Carmella, who is a major outlier in the fact that she has held the briefcase longer than anybody, everybody yeah. else who has won that briefcase within 48 hours, they're holding a world championship in their hands. Would you much rather cash in as quickly as possible, or would you love the opportunity to kind of play this, this stalker role that we haven't really seen out of Miss Money in the Bank in a while? I think I would want to hold on to it for a little bit, really figure out who I want to go up against, study them, and get a game plan going. So, yeah, hold on to it for as long as possible. And of course, you know, pick the the opportune moment and in the right time. Whenever, exactly, you gotta you gotta be smart about it. You can't just get rid of it. You gotta really figure out what is the best time for you to uh, cash that in. Like I said, you came up with um, over a dozen NXT superstars uh, this year. Both of them come, both coming to Raw and on SmackDown. Yeah. There was one person, though, in particular, you gave a shout out to on social media when the draft uh, went down on Monday night. And that was Grayson Waller, who got drafted over to uh, Friday Night SmackDown. You had very, very high praise for him. 
Um, you know, what is it about Grayson Waller that uh, that you personally you see in him and uh, his potential to be a, a huge superstar in the main roster on Friday nights? Man, he's so charismatic. He has so much confidence in his abilities and what he does. Uh, that's what that's why I love him so much. His promo work is top notch. I actually go to Grayson Waller from time to time and I try and pick his brain about promo. He's great at what he does. So I'm glad he's finally getting that spotlight. Yeah, there's and being able to do a show on SmackDown, like that's that's awesome. I'm happy for him. Yeah, absolutely. Like I also talked to him in, in Los Angeles and it's weird. It's like he's insulting me, but at the same time, he is so charismatic. It's like I can't yeah. help but like the guy, you know, like it's, right. it's so dang weird. It's, it's such a weird dynamic, uh, but it's the weirdest thing ever, you know, but he's, a good, he's not going to like me saying this. He's a good guy. He is. He, he has a, he has a hard shell. I mean, the guy used to be a history teacher for crying out loud. I mean, he's got, I know how crazy is that? Right. I didn't know that until a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Absolutely insane. But as he uh, told me, he's like, got to pay the bills until, you know, something else comes along. And thankfully he's got that opportunity right now. Uh, final yeah. question here for you, Zoe, because I, I know your time is valuable, but uh, you know, so much is focused on what you do in the ring and what you do to get ready for the ring outside of it. What do you like to do in your, in your free time when you're not wrestling, when you're not training, when you're not thinking about wrestling, what, what is Zoe Stark all about? Uh, I'm, Super easy. I love being at home, being with my husband, being with the, with my cat, just putting on Netflix and binge watching whatever show is on at the time. <laughs> so I don't do much, you know, so very easy, very simple. I saw the adorable fluff ball on Twitter. Yeah. I, Isn't okay. he the cutest? Like, that's my baby. That's my fur baby. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I got, I have two cats, a dog, two kids. Uh, Ooh, yeah. you're busy, busy man, huh? Uh huh. Yeah, and somehow, yeah. And somehow, I have more jobs than all of them combined. So yeah, it's it's right. absolutely insane. But uh, Zoe, it's always great to get the chance to catch up with you, and I appreciate your time. And good luck at Money in the Bank. Good luck moving forward, and I can't wait to see more of the evolution of Zoe Stark. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.